Today's daf is daf Nun Ches. We are holding last line of Nun Zayin Amid Beis. We are in the middle of a technical sugya, so let's just take it from the top and uh, break it down to make this as simple as possible. We had a question yesterday. The uh, question was was uh, brought up by Yishmael Ish Kvar Yama or Ish Kvar Dima. But what did this Yishmael fellow ask? He said, what happens if you take an onion that is a Shemitah onion? All right, it's past the time of beer, which means we're no longer allowed to consume it. It's also Ba'ano. And now what you did was you replanted it on the eighth year. And it grew substantially. And the way the Ron learned the Shiloh is a twofold Shiloh. Right? Number one, we have to determine whether the outgrowths that are coming from the original onion, which is an Asr onion, it's a Shemitah onion, does that automatically make that whatever grows from it, even though it's growing in the eighth year, but it's growing from the the, 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 the root onion, the root onion, which we're talking about uh, specifically things like onions that don't dissipate, that, that stays, establishes color, it remains, so therefore, the outgrowths of it automatically will be awesome. And uh, the second question, which really totally in the first one is, that if it, in fact, does not automatically make the outgrowths usher, then you should be able to say that as long as you have a sufficient amount of new growth, perhaps it should be able to nullify, if the, if the amounts are enough, the original isser of the uh, original onion that was the Shemitah onion. So that was the Shiloh basically saying, do we give these new growths an independent status, or do we say that they're not independent, but they take on the status of the original growth that they are growing from. That was the way... Someone planted it in the Shemitah year? It was a Shemitah onion, was grown in Shemitah, and then was replanted in the eighth year. And it grew. And the question is, if the new growths are significantly um, larger than the original bulb, do we say that they have the capacity to nullify the original bulb, which is dependent on whether or anything that grows out of the original bulb is considered to be independent status, or automatically takes on the original status. If it automatically takes on the original status, then there's nothing to talk about, because then they'll be also, obviously they cannot be mevato, the original bulb. That was the question that he raised. And the Gemara brought down two opinions, one by Rabbi Yochanan, one of Rabbi Yonason's, that wanted to say the following. Just go through the cases quickly, what they had talked about. Rabbi Yochanan talked about a situation where you had a, a, a branch that came from an orla tree. So you had a young tree that was less than three, three years or less, that when you took that branch and you grafted it to an older tree. All right? And the case was that the there were payros, there were fruit attached to the branch which were all of fruit. Right? Now but what happened was that uh the 
the once they grafted the, new, the 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 branch from the from the young tree to the older tree, those fruit grew two hundred times more, which is the sheer usually the bittel for orale is two hundred. So the Chorah, the question is, do we say that the new growth of Mavatel, the existing growth, or not? And yet, and, and, and Rabbi Yochanan says, we see over there, we say Osir. So Osir means that we're not going to say Bittel. Obviously, why don't we say Bittel? Because we're saying that the new growths that are coming from the old growth do not take on an independent status, but they are Osir because they're outgrowths of the original Isser. So he wanted to bring that. That would be Poshet the Shiloh, uh, that was the Rabbi Yochan. And Rabbi Yonason brought a, a, a different proof. He brought a riot that you had an onion that had been grown in a vineyard, which means the laws of Kilayim were triggered. That means this onion becomes also completely Bahanoa because it's a combination of onion and, uh, and, and, and vineyard, right? Now, what happened was they chopped down the vineyard and the onion continued to grow, which means the new growths are not subject to the laws of Kilayim anymore because the onion is no longer there. But the new growths are expanding upon the original bulb, which was a Kilayim. So the same Shiloh should be. If they're independent, these new growths, then there should be not a problem and there should be enough of it. If there's enough of it to mevatel the original growth or not. What's the halacha over there? Usser. So therefore, to, uh, both Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yonason wanted to bring proof that you see that the, uh, that, that the new grows do not get an independent status, but they take on the original status, and therefore you cannot be mevatel, and you're basically left with a usser product. The product remains prohibited, right? The Gemara then wanted to bring a, uh, a, another proof, which we said that you can't bring that as a proof, because there, even though that proof, the case over there was, we we'll just go through it quickly, is you had a situation where um, you had a, a pound of onions that you had separated trumas and mices from, which means it's chulin, it's mutter, no problem with it, and then it was replanted, Right? So we said that it was replanted, that everything that grows from the replant needs to have trumas and mises taken again. Now there the proof was the other way, because if it's considered to be an outgrowth of the original plant, oh, you then have you shouldn't have to take trumas and mises. The fact that we're making you have to take trumas and mises again shows it's, in, it's, in, it's, in, it's in an independent growth. And the Gemara said you cannot bring that as a proof because maybe the Chumrah, when it's a stringency, we view it as independent. But we don't, if, at the question that was originally asked by the onion that was planted in the eighth year, you want to make it a leniency to mavatel the original, so maybe that you can't bring a proof. But as a stringency, maybe we view it as independent. That's what we left off yesterday. Okay, now we can continue with today's stuff. So, El Amin Hadol. Let's try bring a proof. Again, for our Shiloh, we do have two opposing Amaroyim. At least they want to indicate that we don't look at it as an independent item. And it does take on the Isser of the original item that was there, as long as that, it's a bulbous type of plant. But maybe we can bring a proof the other way. Elamin Hadad, the sign you learned in a Bryser, Shim and Aimer, called If you have, uh, prohibitions, but they consider to be things that have a matir, that they can be fixed. 
that you that that there is like for example the classical case of Rosh Matir was the an egg that was laid on on on, on Shabbos or Yontiv, you're right, and then the question is got mixed in a thousand other eggs. So if you're going to use laws, wait a day. That's what Rashi Shita is. Wait a day. The Ran learned a different shot is that if Davish Yesh Bamatirin loses its strength of Isser, you don't have the contrast. We're going to go with the Ran Shita here. Where you don't have a contrast because it's Min Bamino. It's similar items and you don't really have a strong Isser contrast because it's not that strong an Isser. You can wait. You can wait it out. You can do something to be martyr. You can't rely on bittel on a davar sheyeshla martyr. You don't rely on the laws of nullification if it's something that the isser can be removed. Now, for example, so davar sheyeshla martyr could go in tevel. Tevel is untied produce. Untied produce in itself is looked at as a davar sheyeshla martyr. Why? Because there is something you can do to make it mutter. What can you do with untied produce to make it mutter? You can just you can tie it. Okay. And Maizah Shani. Maizah can either be redeemed or could be eaten in Yerushalayim. Hegdish can be redeemed. The Chadash, uh, produce that grew between two Pesachs. So if you've mocked it on the laws of Chadash, you're not able to eat. The people of Makbid, they don't eat uh, 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 grain that, that grew after last Pesach. But it's still Davish Yezimatirin because you can just wait out until the next Pesach. You wait until the second day of the next Pesach, then that Chadash becomes Mutter, becomes Yashon, it becomes Mutter, right? Right? Lo nitnu bahen Chachamim Shir Shir. The Chachamim did not give a Shir, whether it be uh, 1 in 60, 1 in 100, 1 in 200. There is no Shir of Bittal because the fact is it's a Min Let's go with the Ron's understanding. It's min bamino and it's davishyeshla matirin. We don't apply the laws of bittul in such a situation, right? They're called davishayenloy matirin, but something that there is no way out. There is no. You cannot wait it out. You cannot do anything to really make it mutter. So that isser is a permanent isser. In cases like that, that's where the chachamim gave us the shiurim that you can rely on the laws of nullification if it got mixed with something Isser and had to got mixed together. Kagoyim, Truma and Truma's Meiser, if you have Truma that's given to the Kohen, or you've got Truma's Meiser that the Levi has to separate from his Meiser Rishon and give to the Kohen, and it got mixed in a large batch, and now anyone other than a Kohen would not be allowed to consume it, but the bottom line is, if for everybody else it's a Dabr She'en no one's going to be able to eat that batch, then you apply the laws of nullification, I believe for Truma and Truma's Meister, I mean the Mino is one in a hundred, I believe it is, the Chala, the Orla, the Kerem, and the case of Chala, which is that you have to take Chal is also like Truma, it's one in a hundred, I think. You have to separate a portion of the dough and give it to, if it got mixed in heter dough, that, right, we bottle, become bottle one in a hundred. Orla and Kalaya Kerem, Orla is the first three years, something came from the tree for the first three years, got mixed with Dovish and Heter, Kalaya Kerem, an onion that, that, that came from a, 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 a an Orla, a Kalayim onion that, that, that came from a vineyard and got mixed into another batch of, of Heter onions, I think it's one in two hundred for the last couple cases, Orla Kalaya Kerem, 
Chachamim. Not Nubayin Chachamim Shir. The Chachamim gave a Shir that, that Bittel does work because there's no way to fix the Isser. And that's where you have the laws of Bittel. So basically we have over here, when it's Min Bimino, going with the Rons, and so we have things of equal physical status. The nature of their physical being are similar. And it's only a halachic or legal status between them. If it's a davish yeshlo matirin, that lessens the ister, does not allow the contrast to fight. You can't rely on bittel. You have to wait it out or do whatever needs to be to remove the ister in another way, but not through the laws of bittel. But something that the ister cannot be removed, the ister is more powerful, and you have that contrast. So then in such a case, the heter will nullify completely the ister, and you'll be allowed to rely on the laws of bittel, whether it's one, one hundred, one, two hundred, fine. That's the rule that was set down, the principle was set down by Reb Shimon. Amrullah, the Chachamim came along and they questioned the principle. They said, Ba'aloi Shviyas. What about Shviyas? She'ein lematirin. A Shviyas item that grows in Shemitah, alright, L'chorah, now, the, the, uh, and the Chachamim did not give it a shear. Now, we're going to see the way the case is being brought forth in the way the Chachamim understand it right now is the case is like this. It's opposite than the case that we started up today's shear with. Right there we had a situation, something grew on the 7th, and then it also was re- uh, replanted on the 8th, right? Here it's the opposite. Here, because we're talking about here nullification, we want to talk about that, 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 that the Chachamim was talking about, they didn't give a din of nullification, and then the whole thing becomes usher. The case was like this. The case was that you had an onion that was grown on the 6th year. Okay? An onion was grown on the sixth year, and what happened was, the person either left it or replanted it uh, accidentally, let's just say, this was not on purpose even, it was into the seventh year. Now here you have a heter onion that's going to have even a smallest amount of isur that's being pumped in because of the seventh year. The, the ruling is over here is that even though it's a davr she'ein matirin, right, it's not something that can come mutter, the chayret cannot become mutter, but, so therefore you should apply the laws of bittel. If you have enough heter to nullify the iser, it should. Yet, we're going to see as we don't apply the laws of bittel, and therefore this is difficult according to the principle of Shimon, because of Shimon's principle is not working over here. There's no, there, there's no nullification, even though it's a davr she'en lamatirin. Just now, what's the case in the mission? It says like this, Ashviyas, that if you have a growth on Shviyas, Oseres, It'll answer even with the smallest amount, bemino. If it's min bemino, meaning it's onion with onion. Right? So that could be either two, way, two ways. It could be either the case we took that you grow, that it planted, the majority of the onion was grown on the sixth year, a little bit of it grew on the seventh year, or you could have a situation where you have a shmita onion fell into a large batch of heter onions, that's how we're understanding the case right now, the smallest amount of Shemitah does what? Nullifies everything. Can't, you can't make it no, not nullifies. It answers, it answers everything, right? It answers everything, which we don't say the laws of Bittel. <laughs> the problem with it, why don't you say the laws of Bittel according to the principle of Rav Shimon? It's not a Davashiyesh Lamatirin. That Shemitah doesn't come off. In the eighth year, that onion is just as austere as it was in the seventh year. So then the Chayra, why it should, should, it, it, it should be nullified. It should be, you should say nullification over here. 
So Amalahem, so he said to them, the, 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 the Ran, and the, 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 the changes the Girsi and the Gra, changes the Girsi is that, uh, Amru, not Anilo Amarti. Avheim, he's explaining that the principle of the Chachamim and the way they understand this Mishnah that you just said is different than the way you understood it. You're right. The way you understand it creates a big problem because it violates the principle that I just set forth. He says, but that's not the pshat in the Mishnah. The case in the Mishnah is talking about is as follows. Let me explain to you just the background in order to understand the halacha. The case is as follows. You're not allowed to cultivate any uh, agriculturally uh, develop anything on Shemitah. That's no question. However, there is a halacha that things that grow on their own, they're known as svichim, things that grow on their own, not everything sometimes needs to grow with cultivation. They're plants that just happen to grow on their own. Those plants technically are mutter to eat on Shemitah. You just have to open up your field and let anybody come in and out and you can actually go out and if you find your potatoes and you find your tomatoes you, you can bring, you know, bring them into your house and you can use them. However, there is a caveat. The based on the Psukim, Chazal said, you're only allowed to use them as long as the there's still availability in the field for the animals to consume. If there's nothing in the, in the home for the wild animals to come in and consume, but once it reaches that point and there is a every uh, plant has its own trigger when that point is reached, it's that's called that you've reached this mana beer. Mana beer is similar to what we say beer chomex, means you have to get rid of it. Now there's at least three different sheets as what you have to do. Right? I think the Rash and the Ramban learn you have to take it outside and you have to masker it. You just have to say it's hefker. I think the Ramban says you have to hefker it around animals. But whatever it is, you have to have the I minutes. Mean, you don't have to burn it like beer chomets, right? But you have to get it out of your house. If you don't get it out by that time, then it becomes also to consume for anybody. You have to destroy it. According to the Rambam, he holds that the beer means you have to destroy it. Not that you master it. That it hits the time of beer, you have to go out and destroy it. Now, that being the case, what well, the point we're saying over here is, but by the way, the bottom line is that if it's before this mana beer, yes, you are allowed to consume it, but it has the status of, 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 of Shemitah produce. Means there's very strict halachas. We just went through a shemitah year of what you've got to do with shemitah produce. You have to put the peels aside. You have to let it. There's a whole thing. We had the strogum. We had the same issue. You have the, it has the kedusha shemitah halachas applied to it. It does. Says the says says Rav Shimon that the Mishnah that says that if you have something of shemitah that mixes with something that's not shemitah, we don't allow nullification. He's talking about specifically the produce. Before the time of Beur. It's the produce before the time of Beur. That's what we're discussing over here. That's when no, you don't apply nullification. So let's say you have like this. Let's say you have a uh, hundred imported, imported onions, right? They came from a, uh, outside of Israel, which means they don't have the halachas of Shemitah applied to them. And you have your one Shemitah onion that grew on its own, that you brought into your house... And it got mixed in the hundred, so therefore you're allowed to eat it, but it has the halachas of shemitah. But that affects negatively now the whole hundred. Why don't you say bittel? Because this is considered a davish yeshlo matirim. Why is it a davish yesh matirim? Because you can eat all hundred as long as it's before this mana biur, you can go ahead and eat it. Therefore, you don't apply the laws of nullification. So you don't. Then you don't have to apply the laws of nullification. So therefore, the point is that's what the Mishnah is saying is when shviyas does not have nullification. We're talking about before the. Beer. But if the time of beer came and something is also that can never be rectified, then the halacha is that the laws of bittel 
would apply because it's no longer Darvish Yeshlam Atir. So let's say you had the same case, but it's after the time of Deer. So you have then the hundred then the hundred would nullify the law. Right. right. That's what that's what's right in the Mishnah, therefore you don't have a ka- you don't have a kasha. Okay. Isn't there a difference though when you've got something that's like individual versus something that mixes in and you can't tell the difference? Or that's a, that's the point, I guess. That's well, not all fellas. You know which one is. If you know which one it is, then you got to pull it out. Oh, I thought all right, all right. So anyway, okay. so let's go on. So Ella said They only said this when we're talking about Ella Labir. We're talking about things that are that it's 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 referring to things that that it's that it's before the beer. You have to read this in, but it's before the beer. In such a case, that's where the Mishnah is saying that Shvius is not bottle. Abala uh, however, if it's uh, a question of that it's past the time of beer, and the question now is, can I consume the whole batch? Then it goes by no time. No time is that as long as it nullifies the taste of what's being given at one sixtieth. Then you would rely on the laws of one sixtieth to nullify, to allow you to eat the entire batch. But where you don't have to worry about nullification to eat. It's before the time of beer. You could eat the whole batch. We're holding nunches about halfway down a manal. So therefore, in such a case, that's where the time of beer, before the time of beer, that's where nullification won't work. Why won't nullification work in such a case? Because you can consume the entire batch. But if it's after the time of beer, and we can't eat from the batch anymore no, if you don't I'm apply, sure okay. then you can rely on the, the nose and time. You get one sixtieth, you'll go with one sixtieth actually. That's, uh, oh, that's, okay. a, that's, uh, that's uh, time. It's, it's Shemitah. Shemitah is one sixtieth. That's, uh, that's what he's saying. That'll be, in such a case, the nose and time will be one sixtieth min domino. Alright. Now, says it more like this. So, the point is, though, what is the point that's being made over here? Let's just step back now and understand. One second. What's happening over here? We're saying is that you had an, an, a, an onion that grew mostly on the sixth year. Right? And then it was replanted year seven. But that bulb is a heter bulb, Right? That bulb is a heter bulb. Now, from that bulb grew a little bit. Which now, what grew, there's no question, l'chairo, at least we'll see that question. But what grew, that's growing on the seventh year. But where is it coming out of? Sixth It's coming out of sixth year. Now, we said, no. In such a case, it depends. If it's before the beer, then it doesn't, you don't allow bittel and the whole thing's also. If it's after this mana beer, you're going to, as long as you've got one sixth year, you can't taste it, then you're going to, right. But one second. Doesn't that answer our Shiloh? Well, our question was, is the new growth independent or are they subordinate to the original growth? If they would be subordinate to the original growth, then there should be no problem here altogether. Why? Because it came from the six years. And a six years mutter. What do you have to even rely on Bittel for? Clearly, we're looking at the new growths as not being subordinate, but as being independent, which is why you have to come onto the laws of Bittu. That's the point that was, so therefore that's what the Gemara wants to bring a Raya. And the Gemara says again, it's not such a Raya, because again, here we're talking about, it's the stringency. We're going to Lechumra. It could be, to say a leniency, to say a leniency, we're going to look at something as independent and give it the amount, ability to nullify the original Isser, that we're not willing to do. But over here, you're not looking at it as a leniency. Here comes out being a stringency. Why? Because if it would be subordinate, 
then you'd be allowed to eat. Here are giving it this, it's in the, so maybe we only say that it's independent lechumra, but we don't say it's independent when the independence will come out being a kula, like in the original Shiloh, when you have enough that's grown in year eight to mevatel year seven. Maybe then we're not willing to look at it as independent. That's the Gemara's point. The deal mahachanami here too, like the same answer we gave just in the anami lechumra shani. Maybe it's different when it comes out being a stringency as opposed to when you're trying to look at it as independent to be a leniency, which was the original shayla that we had. Eight year growth can they mevatel the original seven year when you have enough of it? It only works if you look at it as independent. Maybe that we're not willing to. To say, Ella says the Gemara min pashta. Let's try and be poshet the Shiloh. Let's try and conclude the the, the uh, answer the Shiloh from the following. This non we learned in a Mishnah. Again, this is a Mishnah Peregvav Mishnah Gimel in Shvius. But Solim, you have a situation over here. You had onions, onions which are seven year onions. So these onions, no question are not allowed. They're also onions. Now what happened was... Oh, they're shvi's, okay. Right, they're shvi's onions, correct? I mean, you can, again, but but they're they're only other if you cultivated them. But if they just grew on their own, you can go eat them. No, no, not if it's after the time of beer. If it's after the time of beer, then they are subah. No, no one's allowed to have them, okay? Now, again, this is the case over there. They're talking about seven-year onions or six-year onions? Six-year onions. It's a, it's a six year, is there a six year onion over there? It says, we have the six year onion. Right, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, right, we're talking about a six year onion. So, the six year onion, actually, I'm wrong. It's a six year onion, which is a 100% permissible onion. Even on the seventh year, you're allowed to eat your six year onion, no problem. The problem is, they left them on the ground. Some say they never cut them down. Some say they left, they put them on the ground. And what happens is it rained. And then, leaves grew out of these onions. We're going to learn this like the Ron. The Ron learns the Shiloh is not the Gabi, the onion itself. The Shiloh is the Gabi, the leaves. These are edible leaves. Okay? Like the green leaves that you eat from an onion. These are edible leaves. The onion itself is no Shiloh. Why? Because the onion is more sure. because it's a secure onion. But the thing is, you have the leaves growing out of the onion. Now the question is like this. It is the seventh year. So the question really is, there's two ways to look at these leaves. Are these leaves growing because of the onion, or are they growing because of the soil? If you say they're growing because of the onion, then Lachaira should be okay. Why? Because it's a six-year onion. Right. If they're growing because of the soil, then you're going to have a problem. Why? Because the soil, it happens to be seventh year. That's what the the, the mission is dealing with. So it says, Rain, these onions were left on the ground in the seventh year. Six-year onions left on the ground in the seventh year. And rain came upon them. But Samchu and or Timchu and they sprouted leaves. Ima you all in Shalahem Shkhirin. I don't have a horticulturist over here to, to verify that this is how they work today. But back in the day they said the following. If the leaves were dark colored, the leaves themselves were dark colored, so that is a proof that what's, uh, the, the leaves are primarily growing because of the soil. And if they're primarily growing because of the soil and it's the seventh year, they would be asurim. Horiku, if they're light colored, they are pale leaves. So then in such a case, that's a sign that they're only growing because of the onion. And if they're only growing because of the onion, then what? Sorry. 
That is the distinction of the Tanakhama. Rabbi Hananiah ben Antigonus says, I have a different distinction. He said like this, it really depends on a different, there's a different litmus test here. If you can actually pull them up by the leaves, means the leaves are strong enough connected to the onion that you can pull them up by the onion. That's the proof that their nutrition, they got their nutrients from, no, from the ground. It means it was strong enough so it's attached to the onion in such a way that means it came from primarily from the ground. And therefore being Asurin, said the Alishan would be Asurin. Right? And and on the other hand, if the leaves are so weakly attached that you try to pull the leaves, they will disconnect, then it's a proof that what? That their nutrition came only from or primarily from the onion and you would and they're not. Now this is going to be the kicker here. Kenegdan lemotze shvius. The same thing will apply. Same principles, the same achlokas in principles will apply on motze shvius. Will it will say that will say there will be mutzer, meaning like this. Let's say you have a seventh year onion that was left on the ground on the eighth year, and it rained. Okay, and now leaves grew out of this onion. Okay. So now let's go. Let's go to Tanakama. Say the Tanakama. If those leaves are dark, then it's a shine that comes with the soil. And the soil on the eighth year is mutter. It's only if they are light, you have to be concerned that they came from the onion. And if they came from the onion, and that onion is an usser onion, it's a, right, and therefore you would not be allowed to use it. Whereas, or that's at a corner of Chananya, then Antignus, it would be dependent on can you pull it out or not pull it out by the leaves. Alright? But now what do we see over here? Alright? We see, and this is the way the, the Ron explains, just listen carefully. We see like this, means even in the case, when, when is it going to be mutter? We said it'll be mutter if the leaves are dark enough. If the leaves are dark enough, then it's alright. Now, but there, even if you're telling me that, that the, major, the fact that it's dark shows that the majority of the nutrients came from the dirt, there's still going to be, it can't be that none of the nutrition's value came from the onion. Yet we say that's not considered to be a problem. Why is that not considered? Because the horror, you're going to say it's bottled. The majority, enough, you have enough growth that came from the, because of the earth, nullifies whatever small amounts came from the, from, from, from the onion. Now, the horror, uh, what do you see over here? Is that, the growth, the outgrowth of what we see that that which grows from something which is usur, something that's growing from something that's usur, is actually is considered to be mutter. We're viewing it as independent because if you did not view it as independent, then you wouldn't be able to have it, right? If you were, if this was not viewed as independent, right? Then the Chorah, what's that? It's part of the onion then. It should be, therefore, it should be viewed as the status of where it's growing from. The, it should be Osir. And, and you should not be able to say that the Heter is the Mavatel, the Isser. So we're trying to say over here, actually, you see, that we're saying that the, uh, the reason we're allowed to view these, what's that? So is this a strict and lenient thing? No, this is actually, this comes out of leniency. That's why we're saying this, 
Before we said you can't bring a proof that you would independent when it comes out of astringency. Here we're saying it as a leniency, that we're viewing these leaves as independent of the original onion, and they're being mavatal, whatever small amount of their iser is coming from there, but we're viewing them, we can only say bitl if you view them, even though they're coming through the onion, we're viewing them so this as... This is an example where you are in a lenient case, you're, you're viewing them as independent, and that would be a good proof. Because that will now you can go back to the case of the eighth year and the seventh year when you took something from the seventh year because that case and, and it grew on the eighth year we can say that the majority of the onion that grew on the eighth can be mavato the minority onion and you could say a that that what comes out of it is mutter and b it's mavato that is the point that Gwara wants to make. You're trying to prove a case of leniency. Right. Showing that it's viewed as independent even when the outcome of it is lenient. That's what we're saying. On that thing, Mara says like this, maybe you can't bring this as a raya. Because what is the point? You're saying is, well, these leaves grew from these onions, we should not view them independent, they should be subordinate. I'll tell you, you now why we're not viewing them subordinate? Because actually, one of the ways they used to avoid a Shemitah problem, let's say you're not sure, if you're planting something in the ground that might have grown in Shemitah. So what the Eitzah would be is chop it into little pieces. If you chop it into little pieces and plant it, it still has the koach to grow, it'll still sprout, but what you've done now is you've removed its original identity. Once you chop it into little pieces, it's no longer viewed as the original bulb is still intact. So maybe what's happening over here, you know why we're allowed to look at those leaves as not subordinate, because what we're talking about a case, that what had happened is they chopped up the, and therefore, if you don't, in a case where we say for sure, where there's nothing left of the original Isser, then for sure you look at it as independent and not subordinate. And that's why over here it's not a problem, right? And when it says, Dilma b'meduchin, that maybe it was chopped up. If it's chopped up, there is no Shiloh because it's not considered, it's considered like Zerakala, like the original seed is disintegrated. It's not considered Zerakala, ain't Zerakala, and therefore you have no problem over here. For sure it's viewed as independent, even to be the leniency, but that's not our Shiloh. Our Shiloh was when you don't chop up the onion on the year eight, what's going to be the din? That we still haven't bring, brought a proof for. So when it says, Elamin Hadok. So let's bring a raya from the following. The sign we learned in a so The case over here is that Amenakesh Imakusi Vechasiyos. A person was uh, pruning. He was pruning a field together with a kusi. A kusi was this nation that uh, the Assyrians did land swap. They moved them after they conquered them. They moved them to uh, what's that? The lion guys. Yes, that's right. The lion guys. They moved them to Israel, and there was an attack of lions. And these guys thought because they're doing Avodah Zarah, and they converted as a Shiloh as the conversion, a good conversion. But suffice to say is. They did not embrace all of the rabbinical stringencies when it came to the Rabbanon. They kept things that they saw beferish in the Torah. But anyway, the point is, one of the things that they did not keep was the laws of Trumas and Meisters. So now you're working in the field of a Kusi. So now, the thing is as follows, is that for you to eat from the produce of the field while you're working is not problematic, because even if he doesn't keep the laws of Trumas and Maestras, the halacha is that the laws of Trumas and Maestras do not kick in if you're eating as a snack. So you're not eating it as a snack, even if he doesn't keep, even if you know he's not keeping laws of Trumas and is not considered a problem. So I'm we're going to see a certain category, a certain family of vegetables. We'll see in a moment what they are. But Oichel Mihen, you're allowed to eat from these vegetables, Achilles Arai, you're allowed to eat them as a snack, as a, not as a permanent meal, but as a snack, 
However, if you want to purchase from him to bring into your home, then already it's going to be for sure chayv and trumas and ma'isus, because you know he didn't do it, and under that circumstance you have to for sure take the trumas and ma'isus from this kusi. So far, so good. No problems. Now, Rav Shimon ben Elazar Eimer, he says, what happens if you're dealing with im Yisrael choshed al you're dealing with Yisrael that you are, there is rumors that he is suspect not keeping the laws of Shemitah. Which means that he cultivates for sale purposes his land during the Shemitah year. So this again, you might not know 100% for sure, but there are rumors about this fellow, his choshed, his suspect. Now what happens is, you come and you want to purchase from him on Motishvias. Now the Ron learns, the case he's talking about, that he wants to sell you produce that is growing on the eighth year. And it's growing significantly on the eighth year. The only problem is that that produce might have originated from the seventh. But even if it did originate from the seventh, there's enough growth of the eighth that would override the small amount. The shayla is. That's our shayla. What's the case over there? Mutter. You're allowed to purchase it from him. Now, here we have a situation where these growths on the eighth year emanated from the original bulb, which is the original bulb of the seventh, and yet we say that since there's enough of the growth, that nullifies whatever Easter there is. This is Mamish, our Shiloh, that originally was asked by Yishmo, uh from Kfar Yama, Kfar Dima. So Lamemra, does this not telling us, does this not say, the Gidule Heter, Malin Esa that those growths, that grow out of even they emanated initially from something which was usher, they viewed as independent to the case, to the fact that if you have enough of them, what are they able to do? They can nullify what? The seventh year. The original bulb, the original Easter, right? So says the Gemara like this, one second. How do you know the case he's talking about over here that are bulbous type vegetables? Maybe they're talking about those type of vegetables that when you plant, that they disintegrate. If they plant and they disintegrate, then what? Then there's nothing to worry about. I mean, that's why it's not a problem over here. So, maybe we're dealing with those things that the seed disintegrates completely. Sigmara says, you can't say that because it said what kind of vegetables we're dealing with. Hatani, Hatani, Elu, Mehain, Chasoyos. It says that you are, buying, you, you are pruning with him Chasoyos. What are Chasoyos? What family of vegetable Chasoyos? Kagan, Haluf is green onion, Shum is, is garlic, Betzalim are onions. Clearly the vegetables that we're talking about are what? Bulbous vegetables. And bulbous vegetables, you cannot say the answer you want to give. That it's talking about something that disintegrated. Because these are not veggies that disintegrate. These, the bulb remains intact. And the raya then seems to be a very good proof. Says it more like this. Maybe you can give the same answer as we said. Maybe the guy took the time to chop it up before he replanted it on the 8th. Maybe that's the case. But Dilma B'meduchanin, that they were talking about they were chopped up, and I said, you can't say that. The only guy who would bother chopping something up is when he's concerned about the laws of Shemitah. We said we're dealing with somebody over here, right, that he doesn't care about the laws of Shemitah. Well, if he doesn't care, or he's not, he's not worried about the laws of Shemitah, why would he take the time <coughs> to do what? Uh, to... 
to chop it into little pieces. Chopping into pieces where you want to encase it might be Shemitah. I want to take away the problem of Shemitah. But why would this guy do it if he's Choshet al-Ashmiyas? Moshet al-Ashmiyas Katami. So how would you say, it doesn't make sense to say chopped it up. Moshet is fine. But maybe the case over here, he's not talking about what you think the case is, where he took a bulb from the seventh and he planted it and then there's outgrowths. And maybe the case is a simple case. It was a bulb on the seventh that fell into a box that had in it a thousand onions from the eighth year. Maybe that's the case. Now in such a case, it's got nothing to do with outgrowths. In such a case, clearly you would say the laws of Bittal apply and that you can go ahead and have the whole box of the... Maybe that's the case over here. So you want to, you're purchasing from a guy that you know was suspect. Or you can, you can, you're allowed to purchase his 8th grade onions, even though you know, his 8th eight, eight, uh, year onions, even though you know that one onion from the 7th might have fallen, you think might have fallen, it doesn't matter, you can rely on laws of Bittal. But if that's the case, then you have no right, it has nothing to do with our case, because there's no outgrowth. It's not something that grew from the seventh year. And what is it? The deal with Tarubis, Tarubis. Maybe we're talking about that the case over here is that there was a mixture. What it says, can't say that's the case because we said the case was this pruning. Menachish. Meaning the Shiloh is happening. Where's the Shiloh happening? On the field. The Shiloh is happening on the field. If you want to eat from it, you can eat from it. If you want to buy from him, then you have a question, can you buy? Means the issue is the God what he's picking out of the ground. It's not that, and then, because if it was based on what happened later on and it fell into a box, it's got nothing to do with the fact that you were pruning. Why is it talking about a case that you were pruning? It's much more the Shiloh is, is, is taking place. On the field is taking place, the Shiloh. Maybe we're talking... All right. So now, fine. So Mara accepts that. We have here a very good proof. We have here a proof that onions that grew in the seventh year, they will let grow to later into the eighth year. And there's enough new growth on the eighth year. You're allowed to eat the entire onion. Now, that would prove that the original Shiloh, that's Mamish, what our original Shiloh was, is that what do you see? That even as a leniency, we view the outgrowth as an independent growth. It's not subordinate to the original growth. And that would be part of the Shiloh. That's what Rabbi Shimon is saying. Well, not Rabbi Shimon. That's the proof from, 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 from this Bryce. It's not Rabbi Shimon. So Mara says like this. Uh, well, again, Rabbi Shimon, Allah says the, the time of the Bryce. It means, yes, we'll bring a ride from his Bryce. So Mara says one second. Well, if that's true, we had yesterday two Amorayim. We started off today's share with them. Rabbi Yonis and Rabbi Yochanan. One was talking about a case of... Uh, Kalaya Kerem, we had an onion that was grown together with, with a vineyard, they removed it, and the other one was talking about a case of, of Orla, where you, where you have a branch that's less than three or three or the, right? And there, they try to bring the opposite proof. They wanted to bring a proof, is that you, that you say that the, uh, that you, that the, 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 all, the new plant is supporting so the, the new growth also born to the mother plant and everything becomes also. And you don't say bitter on that case. So we, and now we're bringing a brisa, a brisa over tr- trumps Amaroyim. So the Chorah does that not refute, it's a Shriya Tayyufta on their two opinions. That's the Gemara's question. So Frank the Gemara, so Lemetabit Tayyufta, Rab Yechanan, with Rab Yenison, are we now saying that this brisa that we just brought now, and Shimonyo Elazar, would be a refutation of the position of of Rabbi Yonis and Rabbi Yechanan. So, uh, right, so says the Gemara, because I'm Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Yitzchak is going to say a very interesting svara. Let me see if I can say it outside, and then we'll see if we can read it inside. Rabbi Yitzchak is going to say a fascinating svara. He's going to say like this. He says, maybe Shemitah itself has a different 
rule than orla okilayim. Right? Why is that? He says like this: that a produce of shemitah, right, that becomes kadosh. And at some point in time, when there's nothing left in the field, it actually becomes usher for everybody to consume. But even before you're allowed to consume, you have to consume with a very strict uh, rules and whatever it is. What creates the Kedusha? What imparts the Kedusha into the vegetable itself? What creates that? Right? It's, it's the soil. The soil of the seventh year pumps in, imbues into that produce the Kedusha. Right? He said like this. The same way as the soil is what imbues the Kedusha in the seventh year, when this is replanted in the eighth year, that soil now is going to remove the Kedusha. It makes it okay because that now has the opposite impact because it's soil that is not Kedush of Shemitah. And therefore it's very possible. That's why the outgrowth that come from the plants on the eighth year is not going to be usher. Why? Because the source of the, the what created the problem actually now is leheter, not leisser. All right. So therefore, and even the original pro, the original fruit, the inner fruit of shemitah was only also because of the kedusha of the soil. You don't have the kedusha of the soil. Maybe you don't have problem with that 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 that, that outgrowth. It will not be problematic. Fine. He says, by orla and kalim, you can't say that. Let's talk about why. By orla, what created the problem by orla? It's got nothing to do with the soil. It's a time-based issue. Three year, less than three years, problem, right? Now, if you picked it in year three or year two, in year four, there's no difference. Because the bottom line is, it's still a three-year, the time frame still creates the problem. It's not, there's not anything fighting that, the year four doesn't fight off the problem that it's year three, because year four, is a, it, it, it's, it's the fact that it was grown in year three, which creates, no, there's no outside force being removed. Same thing by kalayim. What was the problem that created kalayim onion is that it got mixed together. This is a result of a mixture. There's a result of the mixture. The bottom line is, that mixture now is created, and, and it's not going to change. It's not going to change no matter when you go ahead and, 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 and use it. Even if the original source of the mixture, the other, that you cut down the original vineyard, it doesn't take away that that mixture now is imbued in that. So therefore, he says like this, the reason why the outgrowth on an eight-year onion is not considered problematic because the source of the problem has been removed and if the source of the problem has been removed in fact now the soil actually has the opposite impact it imbues non-kedusha into it it's not going to be problematic whereas in the case of orla if things that grow out of a plant of orla or things that grow out of a plant of kalayim the source of the problem is there still and therefore the outgrows from there are subordinate to the original problem which doesn't go away and that's why it's problematic over there. That is what the Gemara is answering. Let's read it inside. So, Amar of Yitzchak, Shanya Shviyas. Shviyas is different. Because what created the Isra of the fruit of Shviyas? It's the soil. The, the, right? So, so what nullifies that problem, what takes away that problem in year 8, is also is the soil. That same soil that was the source of the problem now is the reason why it is okay. Right? But in the case of the Orlo, in the case of Kilayim, that source doesn't go away and therefore the outflows are still problematic. 
Fred the Gemara. What about Meiser? Work completely. Because Hare Meiser. Because what are you going to do with a case of Meiser? And the Gemara at this point understands that Meiser is also a, the Dine Meiser comes because of Kedusha Sa'aretz. It's the land that creates the Isser by the payers. You have to take Truma, you have to take Meiser. So Meiser, the Gemara is comparing, will be like Shemitah and not be like Kelayim and Orla. So what do we see by Meiser? The Isser Ali de Karka, Lechor is an Isser Kamla de Karka, Vein Betelosa Ali de Karka, and its nullification doesn't happen through the Karka. How do we see the design? We learned in a bride. So Litra Meiser Tevel. If you have like this, you have Meister Rishon that was given to the Levi that he did not yet have the time to uh, take from it the Trumas Meister. He didn't have the time to take, the Levi didn't have time to give 10% of what was there to give to the Kohen. So ostensibly it's Tevel, Tzchir Mizdei Shemayim, to eat that Meister Rishon if he hasn't tied it, so it's considered Tevel. Now what happened was, Shezara Bekarko, that this Levi went and replanted. So he replanted his... Meiser Rishon Tevel in the ground. Alright, illiterate, like a, a, a pound of it. Vehishbicha, and now it grew, and now there's ten pounds of produce. From the one pound that he planted, now there is ten. So, Harehu Keeser Litra. Now, let's say it became ten, ten pounds. This now, what happened is, it's talking about, he replanted it in the Shemitah year. Now, in Shemitah, there is no Meiser. But he did take a pound of something that uh, the laws of, uh, of Meiser did apply to it. So what did he do? On one hand, there's the laws of Shemitah. On the other hand, the original pound that he started with is subject to the laws of Meiser. Now, let's understand this. If you tell me what should be the halacha, if we compare this to Shemitah, right? We said Shemitah is something that the Isuro is Alidei Karko. So we say is you don't worry, it doesn't go by the Iker, and if you have enough of the Heter, it should be Mevatel. The Choron, all ten pounds, they should only be subjected to the laws of Shemitah. You should not have to worry anymore about the laws of the Meiser. That's what should happen based on what we've understood till now, but that's not the Halacha. Chayevus Meiser Ubeshviyas. This product is Chayev in both. The Osa Litra Ma'asra And you have to remove the problem of the Tevel by getting another pile of payrolls to remove the Truma's Meister to make it. It's not Tevel anymore. So you have to deal with both. So what do you see? That the Iker is not bottle. It's not bottle over here by the other nine litras that came. Even though it's Alyadei Karka, and now the Karka is a Karka of Heter, because there's no din of, of, of Trumas and Meisers in the Shemitah year. So therefore, therefore, calculating how much of it was from the original amount you have to give. So, uh, so the Gemara answers that we take away our original pre- uh, premise. The premise was that Meiser is like Shemitah because the Kedusha of the, the, of the Meiser comes from the ground. But the Gemara is going to say that that's not what it is. What creates the Kedusha is up till the point where you haven't finished processing and smoothing it out and making the pile, there's no din to Mr. Meiser. So clearly it's not the ground that's creating it, it's the person when he does it. And therefore, says the Gemara, so therefore it's not comparative to the case of Shemitah. If anything, it's compared to the case of or a law in the case of of um, of a client, where therefore it 
the Isser still remains and will not be removed. The Ikra will not be removed. And that's what more answers. So Amri, my sir, it's Digun who the Kagarim lay. It's the Digun, it's the piling and the smoothing that creates it. It's not the Karka, and therefore that's why it doesn't become bottle and it doesn't lose its status. Uh, uh, it, when, when, when the car is no longer creating the problem. We'll continue with this tomorrow, gentlemen. <laughs>